What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Starting Point Podcast. As always, I am your host, Chris Kilcourse, and here we are now with episode 12. Uh, hope you guys got a chance to listen to last last week's episode. Uh, I was really excited for that one. I'm definitely excited, excited for this episode, too. Um, before we get into it, you guys know podcasts are available every other Wednesday, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, shoot me a follow on Instagram at Starting Point Podcast, and there's a chance for just, just getting some background on episodes coming out. Uh, you guys can always shoot me a DM with some feedback. And uh, if you're looking to get on the podcast yourself, uh, today's guest is going to be Alex Toplin. And what we're going to begin to, he's, uh, he actually just recently got his pro card in bodybuilding. We're going to be focusing, we're going to be talking about bodybuilding, but we're really going to be focusing kind of just betting on yourself, going all in on a dream or a goal, because uh, bodybuilding might not be something, something that everyone can relate to, but um, going after a goal is definitely something everyone can relate to. And just before we get into it, um, this episode for me was kind of, kind of a goal just to get someone on here for the first time that I've never connected with in person and um, just someone who I know has a really great story. So I'm really excited for this one. So uh, let's just get right into it. I just want to welcome in Alex to the podcast. What's up, man? Uh, first things first, I want to thank you. Um, you know, we've been talking, um, you know, a little bit now and I'm excited that we can finally, um, I can be a guest on your podcast and um, I'm excited, man. I, I appreciate your due diligence and uh, the detail that went behind, um, you know, getting this together. So I'm excited. Absolutely. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I just wanted to give you a heads up. So really what inspired me to want to get you on here, like I, like I told you, like I've been following you for a while and just seeing your stuff and I'm into working out myself, but it was really a post and I'm sure you'll remember it. You posted about two months ago and it was kind of side by side. of It, it was uh, the bodybuilding picture and the football and it was a long post of, you know, you've given up football and going all in a dream. So that's really what inspired me to get you on here. And if you just kind of want to let me know what inspired you to post that at that time. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I, I've seen it was like when I saw that, um, I saw a lot of people. I saw a lot, a lot of neg- negativity when it came to social media. You know how it is when it yeah. comes to social media. Right. You never know what you're going to get. You can swipe down and see something that's going to motivate the hell out of you and swipe down and see something that's just more of a negative thing, especially in 2020 with COVID and all. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like my social media was seeing um, or being like overran by a lot of negativity, at least that day from when I was swiping down. And I started kind of like, taking a step back, seeing like what positivity that I can bring and as cliches in my sound, but um, that's what I really wanted to do. And I was sitting back, like, what was the biggest impacts in my life that I felt like were like, Alex, like you just betted on yourself and you like, you know, it turned, you turned, um, you know, a pipe dream into a uh, fruition. And that's kind of why I was thinking of like football. Like I loved football so much growing up and even mm-hmm. still do now. It's just right. um, what mo- honestly what motivated me to post that was trying to, inspire um you know somebody who might be going through or you know battling a similar decision which is crazy right. because i got a lot of messages on that post that people were saying i can relate to that like i've done that i made that decision or i'm currently deciding whether i need to make that decision i'm I, i'm a freshman i'm a sophomore i don't know if i love that i'm in but i do love social media um, i love content creation i love educating i love inspiring and using a platform to do so so um yeah i just honestly wanted to do this just that it's just try to post something that's going to be inspiring that day uh, motivate somebody to um you know bet on themselves and at the end of the day um you know using a real life situation that was a huge um decision for me at the end of the day because i can go off on if i did not make that decision right then and there my life would be a lot different i would not have met my girlfriend um i weirdly might say i might not have my dog i might not be in florida like i made a lot of decisions um that um you know really propelled me to where i want to be in my life right now and right you know looking back at it now i think everybody sometimes need, they might not be where they want to be but if they look back and sit there and say you know I- i'm doing okay i can do better i'm hustling but Absolutely. at the end of the day and like i that's like the first time i felt like i truly bet on myself like i cannot stress that enough so mm-hmm. i wanted to put that positivity out there and it got um you know a great um engagement on it so i was excited and definitely a lot more to come yeah, yeah. Honestly, a lot of my like I said, that's really what inspired me to get you on here. And a lot of my questions are based off of some things you said in there. But I think it's also interesting too because you post a lot of you know pictures, you know, before bodybuilding and just showing the transformation. But I think that was just inspiring because everyone sees you now and they're like, Alex Toppin's a bodybuilder. He's always been like this. But just two years ago, you know, you said you were playing college football, um, had a chance for NBA. So I think that really probably drives people. And now I know you said that day you were seeing negativity on your feed. So was this something you had in your back pocket or was it that day you saw negativity and you're like, I kind of, I want to change the mood here. 
Yeah, no. So, so what, what I typically do in so for when it comes to social media, right, I might have an idea, you know, but I don't know how to bring it to life. A lot of times right before until I post it, you know what I mean? I, I know yeah. a lot of times influencers, they typically have like a draft in there, everything typed up and ready. Right. Like I might have like a picture that I want to post, but no idea how I want to like formulate it into content. Right. Um, so what, what I did with that post is I know I want to do something that kind of showed my past a little bit, but I didn't have context to do it quite yet. When, right. So when I was scrolling that day, I was like, I'm motivated to, uh, you know, add some positivity. So I had never, I didn't write the caption before anything. I just sat there um, and wrote the caption and, um, you know, posted it. And at the end of the day, it was just, I knew I wanted to, you know, draw back to my previous past. Didn't know how, mm -hmm. again, I wanted to make it translate, um, you know, onto like content so people could see it and scroll down and engage on it. But I just, again, that negativity that day that I saw, I wanted to try to spew back some positivity and then use a story, a real life story that, you know, people could somewhat relate to. And then, you know, hopefully add some positivity and inspiration in their daily lives. So right. yeah, yeah I like that. And we'll definitely, we're going to get into the whole social media. Cause I think, I think you do very well with the social media. Like you're saying, it sounds like you do it more authentically. Whereas you, you brought the word influencer and some people just have stuff ready to go. So you kind of just go with what you're feeling, which I really like. So, mm -hmm. well, my first question, you know, besides that is I'm just curious, like what's, what's the feeling now of just calling yourself a pro? Like, does it feel real to you? Nah, dude, it, like, it's crazy. Cause like goal, you know how people say you have long-term, short-term goals, right? When right. I started bodybuilding, when I look at long-term goals, I typically think, you know, four to six years, maybe, mm -hmm. I don't know, somewhere yeah. in that range or just, just longer down the road. Right. So when I started bodybuilding, like becoming a pro was always a goal, but I would consider it a long-term goal. Like, mm -hmm. I, it probably didn't feel real at first. So and that's, what I'm, and that's what I'm saying. So I, I knew it was going to take a lot of time, a lot of, um, you know, discipline, dedication, you know, the generic um, characteristics. And it's so true, but I didn't realize that, um, you know, my potential was there early. You know, I worked my ass off. I left no stone left unturned. And I can honestly say like, hands down, no questions asked it. Um, I hope this doesn't come off like boastful, but I worked harder than everyone um, on every single stage that I've been on. Mm -hmm. And I think my coach can vouch for me. I think my, um, you know, my family around me can vouch for me, my friends, yeah. like, I think that they can seriously say this motherfucker works his ass off. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, and I, yeah, and I can honestly say that. So like, Yes, being an IFBB pro was in my long-term goals. And yes, I got it in a year and a half of competing, which is like, to me is like such an honor. And, um, you know, it just really shows that I have, like I can really do something in this sport. And that's kind of what I needed because this, I'm not gonna lie to you, this prep beat me up. Like, so oh, just yeah. that alone, like it, like getting from the start of this preps to the, uh, you know, calling myself an IFBB pro, um, it, it, I remember, it's like cloud nine, dude. And I remember the day it like hit, it hit in. I was training at um. I'm, I'm not. You might be familiar with the Giant Fitness right in uh, right um in uh, Sewell, right near yeah, us. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so fitness, I believe. Yes, exactly. So I was training there, and um, this was probably like a week after my show. It didn't hit me yet. Like I was a pro. Like I was like still like on cloud nine, mm -hmm. feeling good, and like you know still going through the uh the up part of the roller coaster right. in terms of like you know post show um. And I was just sitting there, bro. And I was doing shoulder presses and I literally started tearing up mid shoulder press. Yeah. Like I did any mind muscle connection. I was just moving the weight because I was thinking so much like, like shit, like I'm lifting right now in the gym. I'm a pro. Like I've like, like I've worked so damn hard to be here. And I was with mm -hmm. one of my buddies and I put the weight down. I think, bro, it just hit me. Like, and at the end of the day, man, I feel like every single day I'm still getting hit with something, um, you know, new, like, damn, Alex, you're a pro. Like, act like a pro like mm -hmm. you're held to, you are you're held to a standard, higher standard yeah. as a pro. so like i wake up i still wake up with like chills like i still get happy just to be able to call myself a pro i i see the respect that you get more as being a pro absolutely on, um, more credible you know, exactly and um at the end of the day dude i can't sit here and say it fully sunk in but the day that it did sink in um it was something special and and at the end of the day man i don't take it for granted like I'm young. I've been in this sport for almost two, almost two years now. Um, and I just, I'm hungrier than ever. Like, you know, the Olympia is right around the corner. It's next oh. week. And I'm seeing people on that stage. I'm seeing people that I know take the stage and I'm sitting there like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be is, there. Now, is that kind of the next step? Like once you, once you're a pro is, is Olympia kind of the next, next yeah, year? Yeah. 
Yeah, so kind of like when you're an amateur, you have to win a regional show. Once you win or you place um, top two in a regional show, you get qualified for a national show. Once you win a national show, then you go, then you're an IFBB pro. Once you're an IFBB pro, the only thing you got to go for next is the Olympia. Like you got to win a show to qualify for the Olympia. And that's, and that's my goal. So I'm three for three right now. Well, I've done three shows and won three overalls, but it's a different animal when you're at the IFBB. So um i again i'm hungrier than ever and i, and I want it so i'm excited for it honestly like what you're saying right now just proves that you're going to get it like when you say like you know you know your goals and and you know and you see how much you've accomplished such a short time i i honestly have no doubt that you'll one day be you know mr olympia but so you said that at first becoming pro you thought it was a long-term goal four or six years what what were kind of your short-term goals at that point i'm sure that changed now but yeah honestly it was just to get like nationally qualified like, so place one or two in a, a regional show. I went to my first regional show. I won an overall. Awesome. Was not expecting that whatsoever. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. All right, um, let's do it. I took a, an off season. I did not pr do my off season correctly. Uh, so again, that was my first ever off season. I thought bulking, eat everything you can, or, mm -hmm. you know, I got fat as a motherfucker. I mean, I lifted, I stayed consistent, but like I pushed myself in the gym. So I still was able to gain muscle, but I was fat. So maybe, yeah. maybe again, I made this prep a lot harder in the beginning, but um, yeah, um, my, I guess my short-term goals, regional, get regionally qualified, then get nationally qualified um, or get nationally qualified, then get, um, you know, hopefully do well in that. So it's funny because when it comes to national shows, everyone will tell you like, do not expect, you know, to get your pro card the first time around. Right. You know what I mean? That's what they say. The politics and bodybuilding slowly mm -hmm. start to come in. Like they want to see you. They got to get used to you. Dude, my mentality is like, fuck that. Like yep. as soon as they see me, I want them to know. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> want them to say, I might no doubt to him, but this guy, like it's too much of an obvious, like mm -hmm. differentiator. Like he needs to be in the first place. So, like, that's kind of how I look at it. And I've always lived my bodybuilding career by leave no doubt because there might be politics. You know what I mean? There's politics and everything, yeah. It, it's human error. A human is judging another human. Like, you know what I mean? They might be yeah. wrong. If you like this physique better or he might like this. I might be, you know, more proportionate, but he, you know, he knows him or whatever it might be. Um, at the end of the day, if I can leave no doubt, then I can sit there and say like, ah, oh, shit, like I might know this guy, but he, he I will look dumb if I don't put Alex first. Right. So that's kind of where my mentality is. And, um, and at the end of the day, like, again, that's why I feel like I have a good connection with my coach because we have the same mindset. Like he, we didn't see top five. We didn't see top three. We saw one and that's it. We saw the pro card and that's it. So um, we worked together. We worked our asses off. He helped me through a lot uh, in this prep. And then uh, we brought it home. Yeah. And, a and honestly, a coach and bodybuilding, it seems like it's probably – like a, like a mentorship and, you know, they kind of see the best in you. How did you, how did you get connected um, with your coach? Yeah. Um, I'm sure. Are you familiar with Attilus Belmar? With all of this course. Yeah. Going yep. On? yeah. Yep. So believe it or not, he was a co-owner of that gym um, before um, it was taken over by the new owners now. And he, he, he ran like a very bodybuilder S gym, like hardcore, but it was yeah. his gym. He ran it, um, you know, just the way I liked it. And just the way, honestly, everyone liked it. It was a great environment back then. And, right. um, you know, now it definitely took a different direction, but then it, that's where I trained at. And he owned the gym mm -hmm. and he had a lot of clients, which was, you know, cool. So it, it, made, it was reassuring that right. he the job done, but at the same time I was nervous because was like, you know, if I put a lot into it, are you going to put a lot into me? Mm -hmm. like, you're backing a lot of other, you know, other clients as well. And um, we had our battles in terms of, um, you know, I felt like allocating time wasn't a hundred percent, not hundred percent, but was, wasn't as much as I needed for my first you show. Your thing, kind of. Exactly. And at the end of the day, and I, I just think it, it, we needed time, you know what I mean? Like um, to grow together. Like he needed to learn me, my body, my, my preferred coaching style, which a lot mm -hmm. of people don't realize is extremely important when picking a yeah. coach. And after I told him straight up, like, I was like, listen, man, I want to give you some feedback. I hope you don't, you know, mine, I, this is how I'm feeling. And um, you know, we did well, we won my first show together, but we still have work to do. If you want to be my coach for, you know, X amount of years or forever um, moving on. And, you know, we had that talk and, I cannot stress it enough, bro. He, he flipped the switch. Like he, it went from a, a coach to now a mentorship, a, a, a friendship, a mm -hmm. literally almost like a, I look up to him like a father figure to a degree. Yeah. Um, he's extremely, he's a, he's a teacher. He's so much more to me than just a coach now. And 
Um, our relationship because of that has grown. And that's why I think that we're gonna be a dominant force moving forward. And I'm saying it now, so we can go back and take this clip, um, you know, when it happens, but yeah. he's gonna be my coach when I win the Olympia. And I'm extremely excited and um, I would not be where I am without him. That's awesome. Honestly, it sounds like you, it sounds like you kind of like to speak things into existence kind of thing. Like you, you know what you want and you speak, say it out loud. And if you say it out loud, it's going to happen. You know what? I got that tip. You know who Nick Walker is by chance? He's also yeah. from our area too. Yeah. He's yeah. A big, he's a big motherfucker, but oh. I got that from him, bro. Like, I love that. He does that. He doesn't like, if he has a goal, like he speaks it into existence. Like mm-hmm. it might be far-fetched. It might be, as I like to say, against the odds, but at the end of the fucking day, like if that's what you want, like, don't hide from it. Like, don't be scared to let the world know, like, this is what I'm coming for. I'm, wor- I'm working my ass off for a goal that might be, not say unachievable, but but might be very, um, you know, again, against the odds uh, in terms of that format. And um, I don't care. Like, I'm letting people know, like, I'm coming for um, what I want. And that's what I want. And I've kind of gotten that aspect. Like, I've been, like, always hesitant of being, like, I don't want to seem boastful and coming off by mm-hmm. saying, I want the Olympia, even though I just won my pro card. Like, right. You got to earn your stripes. And I get that 100%. But like, we're in this sport for a reason, right? We're in this sport to to win, become the best versions of yeah, ourselves. If you don't want to, if you're not going to be the best, then. That's what I'm saying. Like, at the end of the day, like, even still, like, being the best version of yourself. And I, like, for most people is enough. And I, that, that's enough for me. But the yeah. best version of myself, I truly believe, is an Olympian and an Olympia title. So I'm going to sit here and say, yes, I want to be the best version of myself, which means I want the Olympia title. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I was just listening to a podcast yesterday. It's like this artist, Mike Studd, I like, but. He was talking to professional baseball player Trevor Bauer, and they were exactly talking just that. Speaking to existence, honestly, it scares everyone around you, and then they start doubting you and stuff like that. And then you kind of just – it's up to you at that point to just do it. So yeah. I, I think that's a, exactly what you're doing. But uh, so I'm just curious. I know I was talking about that original post. What was the what was the motivation or maybe inspiration to just begin this journey of, of wanting to become not necessarily a professional bodybuilder, but just a bodybuilder in general? Where did that motivation come from? <laughs> so I played like you mentioned I played football for 16 years of my life 16 17 years of my life before mm-hmm. I did anything in bodybuilding only thing I knew when it came to football is I didn't love playing it anymore and I felt like I allocated so much time towards that that I was literally just making myself resent the sport that I've grown up loving and um, I was a part of for my whole life and that I was good at like that that's what the yeah. thing is people are like dude, you were good at it. Why would you stop? Like that, that was the poor, the, you know, the hard part about it. Yeah. 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 And that's what I'm saying. So like a lot of people don't stop what they're good at because they're not happy doing it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I just wasn't happy doing it every morning. I woke up at 6am to go do like the morning runs and stuff. Right. I, you know, how it was funny. I got up and thought of the runs like, Ooh, I'm going to get up. This is going to be my cardio for the day. Instead of thinking that this is going to get me better for football. So like I felt like I was already slowly starting to yeah, it was always always like pulling me a little bit more towards bodybuilding. Just the way I was yeah. thinking mindset wise, but it got clear after I stopped playing the sport. And um, again, I started training at that gym, um, Attila's gym in Belmar, and we were cru- like I was, you know, crushing it. I was falling in love. I was surrounded by bodybuilders. I was from, surrounded by the atmosphere. Fell in love with it. Um, I was hesitant at first, and I said, "Fuck it!" Like I don't want to be a narp who. Um, who doesn't play any sports, who, who comes home after school, who um, hangs out with their friends to, you know, who's really not doing anything or adding value to their lives. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I was like, you know what, let me just jump into something new, like cold Turkey. Let's just say, Hey coach, I are, you know, can you coach me? And then can we do a, a prep for a show? Uh, this is how I want to do it. And he was like, yeah, sure. But then he really threw <laughs> how, how he wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, man, like, I'm not gonna lie. I remember the first day I got my meal plan. I looked at it. I hated 90% of everything that was on it. Like I'm a very picky eater. Yeah. I hated everything, 90% of everything that was on it. I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. And then, you know, I prepped all my food. I got it all ready and I started eating it. Right. And the first day I was so fucking full. <laughs> I, I could not stress it. Like I was up until like one in the morning force feeding myself the last sweet potato that I had. Like I remember I tried to put it in a blender and drink it. It was like <laughs> nothing, like anything to get it down. Cause yeah. that's like what I thought the mindset of bodybuilding was and um, holy shit. But after a while, man, <laughs> I stuck with it. I'm very disciplined. When I, when I set my mind to something, like I'm not quitting. Right. Like, I might get to the end of it and say, I'm never doing it again, but I got to the end of it. Exactly. You, know I mean? you did. You know, that's, that's what I'm saying. So I never typically, I, no, I'm typically, I never stop. Like if I commit to something, I'm going all in on it. So that's just my personality. Um, and then again, the success happened. 
Uh, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm sitting here and say I fell in love with bodybuilding after my first prep. I didn't. Yeah. You know, I yeah. fell in love with bodybuilding this prep during the hardest prep. Like it was like the most difficult and, but at the same time as the most rewarding, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about the sport and um, I learned that this sport can give you a platform to inspire, educate, motivate, and um, you know, really just spread positivity through a, through a platform. And um, that's, that's where I got hooked. Like, yes, I love bodybuilding to its core, but um, you know, being able to positively impact people's lives because of they look up to a figure who's in the sport is what I like would really grabs me. Yeah. And with, when, with the meal plan thing, I think one word that comes to my mind, like when you think about bodybuilding, it's gotta be dedication. Like I know there's probably negativity. Like when people look at a bodybuilder, there's some meathead in the gym, but the dedication a bodybuilder has, and I see it through following you on Instagram. Like it's insane. Like what you're saying with the meals, like I tried to gain, I've been trying to gain weight, you know, my whole life. And I, I don't know how bodybuilders like yourself can stomach all that food, which is, it's really impressive, but I mean, I see it. How, like how many meals do you eat a day typically? I eat six meals a day every single day. I've been doing that for like three years. Yeah. That's uh, no, I'm, I'm lying. Not what I'm talking about. I've been doing it for like almost two years now. Like since I started bodybuilding, the day I started bodybuilding, I have been six meals a day per day. Even if it's I throw in a cheat meal and replace them for one of those meals, it's just right. my body best to digest that. But um, I want to push back on you a little bit. Um, you said that you said discipline. You said discipline. Oh, no, no. Dedication. Dedication. Well, discipline, yeah, too, but I said dedication. Yeah, I was going to say, man, I would say discipline is about 90, 90% of this. I feel like 90% of this sport mentally. Like, yeah. you got to realize, like, you might not want to do any of this shit at all. And dedication is it, but, like, yeah, my first time around, I wasn't dedicated to it. You know what I mean? I was more disciplined. More discipline. Okay, that makes I sense. I put food down and stuff like that. I just don't want people, not I want people, but, like, people got to realize, like, you know, you might be doing something to better yourself that you don't aren't typically like dedicated in doing or want to do but if you're right. disciplined in doing it mm-hmm. you know eventually it's going to become second nature eventually you're going to see the positive um, effects of it mentally physically emotionally and then um, you're going to become that better version of yourself because you stay disciplined I just want people to realize that yeah no that that makes a lot of sense honestly um, another thing like I said a lot of my questions are really based off that post what was people's reaction, family, friends, to you initially, you know, stepping into bodybuilding? Yeah. Uh, so, um, little backstory, I guess. Um, so, I was, I got injured my sophomore year. No, I'm a, my, my junior year of college. Mm-hmm. So, I messed up my shoulder, my knee, and I was out. I, I messed up my shoulders twice in my knee, so it's hard to remember every time. Yeah. But, um, I tore my AC or I tore my uh, meniscus twice. I came back from it after the first time, tore it again, and, and then I, I got a red shirt. Um, and then I played my senior year, and then um, so I te- so I had one more extra season technically uh, right. of eligibility to play, and that's where the decision came because I had a full scholarship for the NBA. Like they said, we want you to come back, we want you to be a receiver, um, full scholarship. We will pay for your fifth year program. You will leave out of here with, you know, an NBA. Um, in you know business um administrations whatever and then um i was like fuck i gotta make a decision like because they thought it was clear as day hey yeah. Alex, they thought it's easy it. yeah and they don't do it to all, like they they do not offer like because it was division two so it's not like everyone like no like they only have to have it for i, I think at the time it was five people on the team could have that offer and and they made me one of the offers and i was like very humbled but at the same time i was like i don't know if i want to do this forever and I kind of told my coach and I needed some time to think about it. And he gave me some time. I went on a vacation um, and then we came back and you know, I was just, I was just really trying to weigh my options. And at the end of the day, dude, I just realized if I did this, I would not be happy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I was like beating around the bush. I was like, yeah, but like, you know, you could get your MBA program, but for that year and a half, I'd be so fucking miserable. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not worth and it. that's not what I'm, and that, I just didn't want to, I feel like that year and a half um, of me putting my energy into something I care about would go longer than me just being miserable and doing what society says is uh, popular and right. should. So that, that, that's what I mean. The first time I ever truly bet on myself and my parents have always supported me in a lot of, um, you know, in everything I've done. Like, mm-hmm. and even if they didn't like, or they didn't see why they supported me and my, um, and my educated, um, you know, I guess my educated take on it that I could do it and this is why I'm doing it. And they'd be comfortable with that. As long as I knew why I was doing it and it wasn't harming myself or anything like that, right. they, they'd be comfortable doing it. So, or, you know, support me. So back to your question. So when I, um, when I, you know, 
told them that I was, you know, what the offer was and, you know, I'm thinking about it the whole time they were pushing me and, yo, but you can get your five year program. You can get it paid for for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was on a, I was already on a very, very high scholarship, but it wasn't hundred percent full. So like, we weren't like beating up saying, Oh my God, like this could be so much like, no, we, we didn't like, even now my like college debt is like damn near minimal um, right. compared to the world, but I just wasn't happy, bro. So mm-hmm. my parents, um, you know, they were very like, no, like, why is he doing this kind of situation? Right. Uh, um, I feel like a little bit more behind the scenes than it was like to me. Yeah. They want to show you the support. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, you know, parents are, they're like, they, they nudge you in the way that they, they want to go, but they're not going to say, hey, you know, go play football and be unhappy for a year and a half and get your MBA because it's going to be better. And that's what society telling you is going to do. Right. You know what I mean? Instead, they were just like pushing me. But, you know, you, you can, it's going to open up doors if you do this. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how it was. And, um, you know, they had my back. Don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, they definitely would. If I had to tell them, like, pick an option, they'd probably tell me to go do my MBA. Absolutely. But now, but now seeing everything, I think that they are um, very happy with the decision that I made. And, um, you know, they're proud of me. And, you know, and that that's what means a lot to me right now. You know, um, they are my, they're my rock when it comes to bodybuilding, dude. Like, I cannot stress it enough. My dad, my mom, stepmom, um, you know, my brothers, my sisters, I got a whole of my friends, like, my, my keep my circle tight and those in that circle right now are um they're a, a huge reason why i'm successful in the sport that i am today yeah i think support system's huge have your parents ever come to you like during this journey and like what, like we're kind of glad you made the decision you did or you think they kind of just want they keep it up here they don't really say it to you though yeah uh, i think my dad like my, me and my dad are very close i'm not gonna say he he has the old school bodybuilding mindset that's kind of yeah. where i get my training style from is mm-hmm. like push myself till you know i basically can't move anymore um that's kind of where i get that from but um i i, I don't think they, they never came out directly and said it but i like from like things that my dad has you know mentioned over the last year and a half and you know how how much he's invested in terms of like being with me needing like if he you know he's the first one hey um where, where, where are you competing this year um you know we'll plan it out i'll be down there a few days before you i'll get my the meals ready prepared as soon as you get there i'll have the room at the temperature you want like my dad yeah. is in this shit like he right. like, you know what i'm saying like he cares yeah. about it and he cares about me so like he wants to bring he wants to help me bring out the best version of myself so no my not came out and said i'm happy you didn't go get your master's program but he's but, kind of showing it but it's like, I'm very proud of you. And I understand why you did what you did because right. you like, you know, you chasing something that would make you happy rather than chasing something that society would deem would make you happy is paying off. I think I know the answer to this question. So I'll try to switch up how I ask it. I know you definitely don't regret your decision, but do you ever look back and just think like what could have been if I went for my MBA and, you know, played football another year or two? No. <laughs> no. And, I, and I can honestly tell you like, I can honestly tell you no hesitation. Like people ask me all the time, hey, do you miss playing football? Nope, I don't. I do not miss it at all. Like I would not have met my girlfriend. I I can't stress that enough. I would not be in the situation that I am. I would not be an IFBB pro. Um, You know what I mean? Like everything that I, I'm not gonna say I deem makes me happy in my life right now to a degree kind of is like um, everything that I deem that is really making me happy is, which is my life, my family, Um, you know, my dog like every, every little every little thing um it's it's tied to me making that decision as, as as somehow like some you know you know if i didn't if i didn't make that commitment i would not be home i'd still be in school i would never met my girlfriend you know right. I met her because i came home um we bought a house we obviously because we were together right. um like i wouldn't I, I wouldn't have a house you know what i mean i moved out right after college or you know once i met her and spent some time like we moved in together like like every, my life my, I turned into an adult, like fresh out of college. And obviously that a lot has happened because of that. And I wouldn't be where I am if I um, stayed in school for another year and a half. Like think about that. I would just be graduating like, like this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. This program is typically two years. I would have expedited it, made it a year and a half and I would just be getting ready to graduate um, and like in December. So like, think about like, I would not be competing. I would not be a, like a pro. Like I would not be, I would still like be in Jersey living at home. Like we probably wouldn't be on this call. Oh, yeah, that, I mean? So everything, everything happens for a reason. And um, that was a big reason. And that's why I'm saying betting on myself, like it turned into like my current life. And like, you know, I'm turning around, like I'm living in somewhere crazy. Yeah. But I, 
You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm having my dream home built right now. Like I can't, I'm 20, I just turned 24 on November 30th. I'm having my dream home built. Um, you know, I moved down to a new state to get new barracks. I'm training at, a, at an amazing facility in um, MI40 gym here in Tampa. Um, and I'm, I'm on track to do something that most people can say, can't say they've, they've ever done. So, um, you know, I'm blessed and I don't take that for granted. Absolutely. That's a crazy way to, to put it. How you said, you'll just be graduating now. Like seeing how, like, how much you accomplished in such a short amount of time is honestly, I think one of the most impressive things about you and why I think it's honestly good about saying that you're going to, you're going to reach whatever goal you want. If Mr. Olympia is a goal, I am hundred percent that you'll reach that. Um, you kind of already mentioned this word, but I'm just curious on the discipline of training and diet. Like, like, how do you do it? Like, I know, like you said, that's probably the main thing with bodybuilders discipline. Like how, like, how do you stay disciplined ultimately? Um, again, um, best thing about social media is being able to impact people's lives. Right. And I understand that the way that I train, the way that people look up to me on social media and keep in mind, I don't have a crazy social media following, but I have a niche group that we get each other. Yeah. And that I care about, like my followers are my family. As weird as that might sound, like I don't take that shit for granted. Yeah. That's why I'm on this podcast with you. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, um, you reached out, want to jump on a podcast. You, you said you followed me for a while. You support me. We're friends with, we're from the same area. Like, like, I don't take that shit for granted. Um, so me being able to create good content, but at the same time, giving them a figure to look up to, which, you know, at the end of the day, they look up to you as a person, your personality, who you are mentally, the way you think, right. They also look up to you physically, who you are, but at the same time I have goals. So what keeps yeah. me, um, you know, disciplined and dedicated to my craft is one being able to use that craft to motivate others. And two, to be able to reach my personal goals. Like I look at this now, um, I'm a pro. I got to think, I got to think like a pro, right? Mm-hmm. Pros typically, I might not, this might not be my nine to five job. Like I might not um, do that every single day, but a lot of pros do have that as a nine to five job. Like they do this every single day. They sleep, train, rest. Eat. Yeah. That's what they do. I don't have that luxury of only focusing on that. But at the same time, like I try to put as much time into my craft as they do throughout their day, but just in a shorter time window. Right. And do you feel, I know like you, like, you, I know you're, you're being humble. You do have a decent following on Instagram. You know, do you feel the pressure because you have, you know, all these supporters? Like, do you, do you feel that at all, or no? Do you just are you kind of laser focused? You know, it's crazy, bro. I, I've never said this on. I don't think I've ever said this on any other podcast that I've been on previously. I, you would, I was a shell of myself the week of going into my show. The nerves that I can sit there and say that I had was astronomical. You want to talk about, you know, every to everything, looking up other competitors who's going to be in my show, and then like forcing myself not to do it and then doing it like a, a day later anyway. Like right. um, I was doing everything that I, that I, t- I was just acting out of character for myself. It's just not typically who I am because I was so nervous and I felt so much pressure on me. And I was this close, bro, to like letting the pressure like snap me. And it's weird. I can't sit there and say how, but trust me, if you were in my circumstance, like the pressure that I felt on a day-to-day basis, the, how un, on edge I was and how much of an asshole I was to my you know, my parents and mm-hmm. just my family in general, but they understood yeah. it, thank God. But like, I was just like kind of all over the place. You know what I'm saying? And so, yes, from the followers that I have, I felt the pressure, but at the same time, they were a big reason that got me going um, or motivated. Like I'm not always motivated to do this every single day, but like they were a big reason they motivated me a lot more um, than, you know, I would typically say I've motivated myself. You know, I'm very self-motivated, but there's days I wake up and I'm like, shit, I don't want to fucking train today. And then surely enough, you know, I get a, a comment or a DM like, hey man, I, you know, just came across your page. Um, I've got a chance to look down a few of your, um, last post and you've inspired me so much. Like I'm going ready, getting ready to go to the gym and crush a back day because I saw you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and I'm like, fuck, all right, shit. It's back day, let's go. I'm I'm giving people a reason to do it through my platform. So, um, you know, I feel like I owe a lot of people that as well, just by simply clicking the follow button. I feel like I owe you because of it. You follow me for a reason. I want to give you value back. So uh, the pressure that I felt, yes, I did want to make everybody happy, but or um, or I did want to prove a lot of the supporter or people who didn't support me wrong, hundred percent. Because again, a lot of people were saying, "Don't expect a place, you know, within the top five, or be happy if you get first call out." But I'm sitting here saying, "No, I want to win." Oh, I'm getting someone knocking on my door. I think it's uh, someone dropping delivery off. But yeah, man, at the end of the day, um, I felt the pressure, but I felt more of the love and the and the people who motivated me to get better. So.
Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's it goes out like social media in general brings a lot of pressure, and when you have all those followers stuff like that, it's it's good that you feel the pressure, but it's better that you use more of it as a motivation. You mind if you hold on one second? I'm yeah. Some talking. You're good. Sorry about that. I had a sign for a package. All good. But uh, yeah. So my next question to you was, how do you? I we like we now we're really getting to like uh, the discipline of the body. Like, how do you balance? Um, your social life with your training, especially, you know, your training during COVID, because I know that was a lot, obviously. Yeah, so I'll start, I guess, with COVID, because that, that was, like, in the past, or not in the past, but I'm moving to a state now that's, like, <laughs> they look at it like uh, it'll be over sooner than later. Um, <laughs> but, um, man, it was crazy. I drove every single day from, I lived in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, for those of you who don't know. Um, that's about an hour in, in traffic, about an hour, let's just say, like on a good day, it's an hour to where we were from South Jersey. Right. So I, I had a, my best friend, um, who I've grown up with, um, his family owns a gym and, um, I was able to train at his facility, which mm-hmm. was, um, you know, a blessing. But at the end of the day, I had a lease car, just bought a lease car. I'm driving from, um, the King of Prussia all the way to South Jersey every single day, which is an hour. And it's what? 50 miles. So I'm putting tons of miles in my car, yep. you know, I'm, and I'm doing that just to get a training session in. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't say there's okay. nothing open in your area at all then. Oh no. Oh yeah. yeah. I probably should have premised that everything closed down on March yeah. 18th. Everything closed down. We had some places to try to stay open, but it was forced down. Right. And then you know, lucky enough, I did join a, um, another gym that was like, not like it was smaller and it was more up and coming cause they're big now. It was up and coming. And, um, like I, I, I snuck in there for the last, um, like I would say about last month of like COVID before mm-hmm. everything opened up a little bit, but yeah, man, I drove for three months with Mike too. Like yeah, the, yeah. the, 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 the person we both, um, you know, know, um, me, him and my boy CJ, man, we drove to his gym every single day and it was just us and we trained and, um, you know, Mike was a big reason why I was motivated in terms of, you know, me and him got very close from that. We were, you know, we didn't, we weren't really friends in high school. We, um, you know, he was a year older than me, but um, we, uh, we got connected again, reconnected. We started training together and he pushed me and, um, you know, he was, he and CJ were a big reason why I thanked him to this day that I, you know, I wouldn't be a pro if you guys, um, you know, one, CJ didn't open up the gym for me and two, Mike, you didn't push me every single day that we trained together, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, me and Mike, we've gotten some workouts in actually down at Tillis, and he was on here. I want to say it was episode three, but um, yeah, I, I've seen uh, your post when you were driving an hour. That's that's crazy because I don't honestly, you know, I go to Edge. It's five minutes away. That's good enough for me. You know, what I mean, I like, drive like an hours, but that just shows your yeah, motivation man. and your dedication to to the sport. Uh, uh-uh, that shows my discipline. Discipline. I'm sorry, you got discipline. me. You got me. It's discipline. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like, I, I love it. I love it. But uh, yeah, I, so I, I was I gonna really, say, I'm sorry. What did you say? Go ahead. Oh no, I, I was just gonna say I love it. So yeah, it it, it was like a, a, you know hassle for me to do that every single day, and it beat up and it put a, not a strain on my relationship, but my girlfriend was like, hey, like you're driving every single day over the bridge, paying five dollars every single day there and back, like every single day it's it's, it's adding up, and I was like, I know, like I want this shit. It's my dream. Yeah, and she, you know she supported me. So I, that's all that matters. Um, so my next question was, I already know what your future goal was. I was Mr. Olympia. What's your future plans, you know, as far as getting there? Does, your, does the training ramp up? Uh, what changes for you? Yeah. Um, all right. Fuck it. We'll drop the hammer. I'm not going to tell you which show, but yeah, I did pick uh, three pro shows that I'm going to attempt to do. Um, and so let's just say my prep is going to start sooner than later mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so yes, um, what I'm basically not, so what I'm, what I'm going to be doing is, um, I'm using MI 40 for those of people who don't know, it's a very big bodybuilding gym. It's very big in Tampa and it's very big on the East coast. So I'm going to use that facility as my, as my camp almost, you know what I mean? Um, I'm going to have great machines, great environment. It's owned by a very well, um, um, Ben Pelosky, who's a pro he is, um, He's just knowledgeable as hell, and I'm going to be in there training my ass off. I am um, already sat down. I'm calling my coach literally today. Um, we're going to be talking, getting a game plan together. We talked briefly about the shows we're doing. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, the protocols, stuff that we're going to be, um, you know, how we're going to be training, what we're going to be needed doing, what we need to bring up, um, 
I did want a typical longer offseason, to be quite frank with you. But um, he honestly said that with the time that we did have, with the progress we did make already, he thinks that'll be enough. Plus, we have a game plan to help, um, you know, up and enhance the muscles that need to be. For example, my chest is fucking god awful. Um, so <laughs> we, we really, we still got things to do. We still got goals to hit in terms of growing and getting ready and getting prepared. But um, again, I'm confident with us, um, with our track record, with him knowing my body the way he does and stuff like that. I think we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be a okay, and we're gonna be bringing home, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully uh, an Olympia qualification. Absolutely, I look forward to seeing that. Um, we talked a lot uh, on your social media presence. Uh, we don't need to get too into that, but if you don't mind, just drop in your Instagram handle just so you know people know where to find you. At. Yeah. Um, so it's at IFBB Pro underscore Alex Toplin. A-L-E-X, last name is T-O-P-L-Y-N. And um, yeah, man, and if you, if anybody, you know, listen to this does, you know, follow me or want to follow me, um, I guess, you know, my elevator pitch would be, it's just positivity. You know what I mean? You're going to come to my page, you're going to get positivity. Um, my goal is to either educate, inspire, um, you know, educate or educate, inspire, post something that you're, you can easily relate to or show you guys, um, you know, my life in um, some aspect that, you know, can hope, again, motivate you guys. So uh, that's what my page is about. Don't follow me if you're only going to be a negative um, <laughs> Millie, but at the end of the day, um, that's just who I am, man. Yeah, and I can definitely, I can stand by that, what, what Alex just said. I agree. I don't know how long I've been following him for, but everything he just said there was spot on. Um, couple, Just two more things. So any advice just, you know, for anyone listening, it doesn't have to be about bodybuilding, but just, you know, going after a goal or a dream? Um, yeah, um, so a lot of people typically ask about like social media and stuff like that. I guess I'll answer something maybe. We can, you, it doesn't have to be tailored towards social media, but for those of you who um, out there thinking and they want to grow their social media, this can specifically help you. Um, dude, when it comes to that, I know it sounds very generic and I hate when people ask questions. I hate being the one to give like, you know, work hard, like yeah, yeah. generic person, but your desire is like something that people don't typically think about because like you could try to become a personal coach because you want to make money, but is your desire to truly want to help somebody. Right. You know what I mean? So your desire behind who you are as a person or why you're doing things, is going to show more than you know. You cannot, it's not, it's a lot harder to hide desire. Mm -hmm. So if you honestly desire to motivate, inspire, educate, um, at the end of the day, dominate, like that is going to show. And don't be scared to hide who you are. Like, listen, like, you know who Max Tuning is? No, I don't think so. Um, a lot, I'm sure a lot of people who are going to be watching this know who Max Tuning is, but he's a YouTuber with a very personal, pub bubbly personality, very um, outgoing. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I am not a Max Tuning personality, so I'm not going to act like I'm a Max Tuning personality. Right. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm who I am. So you got to paint a picture um, to people who follow you. In, in, in a way that you are. So show your true desire. If your true desire is to help, again, educate, be that person um, and don't try to be someone you're not. Um, and at the end of the day, like I feel like that in itself is really gonna shine through in anything, you know? So um, don't fake it till you make it. Yeah. You know, be you until you get to the place that, um, you know, you eventually wanna get to. Yeah, I think authenticity is like a big word that comes to my mind. Like you just gotta be authentic with it. like. Like you were saying with the with the profession with the coach thing, like yeah, you can become a coach for money. That's cool and all, but it's gonna show, you know, when you're not putting all that work into your clients, you're just doing it for the money. Whereas on the other side, if you're really just grinding and doing it, you know, the money's like a second to you. It doesn't like obviously right. money's cool, but your your goal is to inspire that person that you're training. I'll, ultimately. I'll give oh yeah, I'll kind of give you a quick backstory on something very similar. Like if you really think about it, like I started posing. Like you, you, know, you ever see me doing posing sessions yeah. with people? Yeah. I've done that, but when I started off, it was for free. It was just yeah. people who wanted to like to help. Like I wanted to help people. So I would sit in front of my computer hours a day, like literally after work, they sit here like, all right, man, we got to critique this. I'll get up, stand here, like help you do, like show you what I would do, stuff like that. And then yeah. they were so happy. And then one kid at the end, like he was like, dude, like you need to be like charging people for this. One, I just took up 30 minutes of your time mm -hmm. uh, sitting here. You're helping me with nothing getting in return. Um, and then in, in my head, I'm like, dude, you following me, you giving me, um, you know, your engagement is like enough in return for me. Right. 
at the end of the day, he's like, nah, I don't think he realized. Like, he, he a follower told me this. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he was like, nah, dude. Like, you're, you're missing out on an opportunity, not because financially, maybe you might not be financially focused, but like, come on, you can't use that money to help fund your other content to get more reach. And I never thought of it like that. And I was like, you know what? You know, I was like, yeah, I mean, if I had more money, obviously, you know, I would get a nicer camera. I would do things that are, at the end of the day is going to go back into creating value for you guys. So I, never, I guess I never thought of it like that. So like, yes, it, like, put it, yeah. so desire is always first, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like you can't be, don't, don't be like shy at it and say like, you know, this money is for a reason. Like, like it's to, to give that value back to you guys. So that's where I stand with that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I just obviously much smaller scale, but I've had a couple of my friends like, yo, you making money with the podcast. I'm like, no, I mean, I'm really just doing it for fun. I mean, and like yeah. you said, to motivate, like I bring people on here, I'm asking you questions. I want, I want your story out there. I mean, some stuff I can say is great too, but I ultimately, my guests are bringing, are bringing the value to people. I, this doesn't need to be for money. It's really just help people and hopefully inspire one person. And don't, and don't, and don't lose that. Like, listen, every, listen, like everybody, not to say they're closed minded, but everyone's going to say, what can you get out of doing something? Mm-hmm. Like what value can I give back? for doing what I'm doing. Right. And then if something comes along the way and somebody yeah, wants absolutely. to put a damn um, commercial or put a little, you know, clip on my thing and I advertise it for them and they give me a hundred bucks, like I'm gonna fucking do it. And you yeah, deserve to do it because you're doing this right now because your your desire is there. So no one, I don't think anybody should ever uh, question, um, you know, that because it's out showing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so, I always do, I started this a couple of episodes in, I do like a final question and it's more geared towards the person. It does have to do with the episode, but it's more just kind of get someone to look forward to every time and just a cool question for everyone to think about. You kind of did touch on it a little bit, but my question to you is, you know, when it comes to achieve, achieving dreams or goals, um, do you think it's easier to achieve them when everyone believes in you or, you know, when the odds are stacked against you? I know you kind of talked on that, but. Mm, that's a good question. Because I'm a, I'm a deeper thinker, so, yeah. and I ain't going to give you no bullshit, like, generic. I'm trying not to give you a bullshit generic air, 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 answer, but I want to give you an honest answer. I can say it's, okay, yeah, it's easier when, obviously, people are supporting you, but it's more rewarding when you can accomplish it, mm. and, and they're doubters, you know? Yeah. Like, I always say I do this to prove the supporters right, not the people who doubt me wrong. Okay. Because I truly do that. Like yeah. I have, I have two, but like, people in my circle I care about a lot more than I do uh, the people yeah. who sit there and straight criticize. Um, so yeah, I, I think that it is easier to do it when you have supporters saying, "Hey, you can do this." Like it helps motivate you. It helps you um, not want to fuck up because you have people obviously who are there. But at the same time, if you have that mindset where it's like people are doubting me, all right, mm-hmm. fuck it. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? Like, all right, bodybuilders would get this. Kind of how that Breon versus Chris Bumstead situation is going on right now in Classic Physique. Chris, Chris or Chris Bumstead is um, obviously looked at right now to be that number one spot, but Breon's not having that. Like, he's like, "Fuck that!" Like, you might doubt me, but it's gonna make it that much rewarding when I take my crown back. You know right. what I mean? So, um, at the end of the day, man. Um, it's nice to have those people in your corner, but if you don't like, you got to be self-motivated and know your own worth and know your own value and then outwork everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's where, that's where I stand with that. But that question had me thinking. Yeah. I mean, I think like, like you were saying, like, obviously it's great to have people in your, in your corner. It keeps you positive and stuff like that. But when you know, there's people doubting you and, and you go and achieve that dream, it's like, like, you know, they say it, they're not going to say anything, but you know, they say it. It, it, it's a different kind of energy. You know what I mean? It's a different kind of feeling when, when you don't expect to do something and, and you get it or, or when other people don't expect you to do something and then it happens and then it's a bigger shock than it is. Oh, I knew he was going to do that. Right. Like I, I'd rather take that bigger shock. Say, what's up motherfuckers. I'm here. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's like when, you know, for example, Tom Brady and the Patriots, you know, everyone expects them to win. So it's like, oh, they won again. But you know, when that team up and coming, they win, it's like, Oh shit, we weren't expecting that. We definitely doubted it. Like the Eagles in 2017, no one thought they were gonna win. And it's like, oh shit, like they really did it. So yep, but I, can't even, I can't even I can't even talk shit about football right now with how the way the Eagles are playing. But no, nah, we can't uh, say a word, but we can hold on to 2017 for as long as we want, I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. I listen, I said it. I was like, you know what? I as mad as I am with the way they're doing, 
that day was probably one of the best days of my life. The way they won the Super Bowl, I literally teared up and cried like on that. Like, I'm not, like, no, I'm not even trying to be, uh, I'm being honest, man, right? Being transparent, um, authenticity. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was a very good day for me. And I was still with my girlfriend. She saw me even tear up. Like, it was very, very, very oh, good. Oh, yeah. I think and, um, every Eagles fan can relate to that. Yeah, so like 17 wasn't that long ago. So I, I can see that I was old enough to understand it. I was like, obviously, as a, a freshman in college or no, I was a, I don't know, I was fucking junior in college. So like, I was good. Like, I was yeah. happy way I like where I was. So, right. Um, but the way they're playing now, man. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's end it there. Let's not get too into the negativity of the Eagles, but. Right. I, let's end on a good note. <laughs> I just really want to thank you because, like I said, this was a goal of mine to you know, to get you on here, but just to get someone on here that I've never talked to in person, this is kind of a stepping stone in my journey. So I really, really appreciate you coming on here and, and giving some knowledge to everyone. Yeah, it's my pleasure, man. And then honestly, I want to thank you for even having me on here. Uh, it's an honor. Um, you know, I love helping out people who are trying to propel themselves when it comes to, um, you know, their passion, you know, even if it's not bodybuilding, even if right. it is uh, a podcast or if it is, um, you know, whatever it might be, dude, at the end of the day, like, I love being able to be that per- for that person now, because I, when it came to social media, dude, you should have saw like me back in the day, I wanted to be somewhere in terms of like, I wanted to be growing, wanted to be somebody in the fitness industry. And I, I just didn't get the audience that I wanted to No one like ever wrote me back on a DM. And I'm just not going to be that for other people, you know? Right. I want to be someone who's positive. Someone who can say, I remember when I was starting out, like this person, like actually was like, you know, let's do it. And I'm telling you now it's because you, you support me. It's because you said you've been following me. You, you followed me back when I've used to post those, I used to drive an hour plus to get the <laughs> yep. stuff like that. Like you, you, you support me and I don't take that shit for granted, bro. So, so thank you. Like yeah. you might be thanking me for being on here, but I'm thanking you for um, everything that led up for me be, to me being on here. Absolutely. I appreciate that. And just for everyone listening, uh, just a reminder, episodes drop every other Wednesday, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, be sure to let me know what you guys think. I really enjoyed doing this episode. So, uh, Alex, we're over and out. All right, brother.